Hi, you're listening to Your Best with my nanny, Kathy Weckworth. Hi, this is Kathy Weckworth, Executive Director of Best Life Ministries, and you're listening to Your Best, a motivational, inspirational 30 minutes that will help you want to be your best. Today's topic is coping with stress. Friends, the summer months at the Weckworth Farm were pre-planned to be restful, relaxing, contemplative, and a time where I could catch up on necessary things like reading, cleaning, and spending time with family and friends. I was hoping to avoid stress at all costs. What was I thinking? Farmer Dean and I took our family to the North Shore in June, and in July we headed out to Wyoming for a few days for some fun sightseeing. The summer has whirred by in a great blur. When we got back, we had the ministry fundraiser, my new 10-week Bible study had to be completed, and I found myself sitting behind my desk writing, praying, and sometimes working till all hours of the night. It finally dawned on me that I have one month until I'm back in the throes of the busy season of my ministry with upcoming conferences, book signings, speaking engagements, and yet I haven't had much time to rest. The stresses of everyday life have piled up, and as I look at them, hoping they'll go away, the pile is growing into a huge mountain. As people living on planet Earth, we continually take on more than we can handle. Rest, relaxation, and time to enjoy life isn't something we put on the books. We don't schedule that in. Ah, we don't schedule fun. Good grief. I stopped enjoying looking at my calendar. It's marked up with so many things I'm doing, and my personal journal has a to-do list that's now on page two, both sides. Ugh. I don't know about you, but I've begun to live with one continuing emotion, fear. My heart races. I dread things. I fret a lot, and it's not even like me. I realized that I needed to get a better grasp on how to cope with stress. Do you feel like that right now? I think about when I was little, my daddy used to say, necessity's the mother of invention, Kathy. And since he served for many years at Honeywell in the Twin Cities as an inventor, I guess he really knew what he was talking about. So I had to think about this. It's necessary for me to change my attitude and start dealing with stress instead of stress dealing with me. I was living with stress, but I wasn't coping with it. Coping with stress is at its best a task that we like to sweep under the rug. We hope our high blood pressure medication will take care of it all. We like to think of good fixes like maybe just a good night's sleep will make it go away. But it doesn't. The problems are still there. The quick fixes aren't working for me. And so this month, I've been taking a problem on at a time and working with God. I'm learning, and I mean that learning. I don't have the answers, but I'm learning how to deal with it. And I think I'm doing a little bit better as each day goes by. But be encouraged because God wants to help you and I. He wants us to rely on him. Scripture tells us in this world, you will have trouble, but be of good cheer. I've overcome the world. That's Jesus talking. Every problem you have, you can find in scripture. Every answer you have right there next to those problems. Well, today we're going to talk about this. Today we're going to look at how to deal with stress, how to cope with it. Today I'm going to try to help us get to a better place of coping with stress. Through scripture, ideas, music, and my friend Nurse Tammy, let's get ready to be encouraged and on the path for less stress. 
Listeners, I want to introduce you to one of my favorite friends ever, Tammy Dahlheimer. Nurse Tammy works at the University of Minnesota Physicians, is a mom of five children, a grandma to two cute babies, and has been fighting chronic leukemia for many years. Nurse Tammy knows how to live and is great about balancing stress. Welcome, my friend Tammy. Thanks, Kathy. It's great to be here today. Oh, I'm happy to happy to have you. So, Tammy, let's start out with the obvious. Every one of us is so busy with the details of our lives and we're just having a difficult time staying above water. I know this morning I felt so overwhelmed. I thought, don't cry, don't cry. The busyness, financial struggles, and health issues of our lives all cause stress. As a nurse, tell us about the kinds of things that happen to our bodies when we experience stress. Well, you know, our bodies are really smart, and they respond to stress to help us get ready for it. So we release hormones that help increase our heart and breathing rates, which is also awesome. Your brain gets more oxygen, so you can, you know, respond to a problem and think straight. But when this happens chronically and you're always under stress, it can lead to all kinds of problems because if your heart's working hard for too long, you raise your risk of high blood pressure and problems with your blood vessels. You can have a stroke or heart attack. And people under chronic stress are more susceptible to illness. So instead of it working for you, it's working against you. Mm, wow. You can get crabby and have headaches and have trouble sleeping, leads to all kinds of psychological problems, even can upset your digestive system and cause heartburn and nausea. Those things that are supposed to help you by getting your tummy, you know, ready for anything start to turn around. Even mm. the blood sugar that goes up as it gives you a boost of energy is supposed to help. But again, when this help happens chronically, it puts you at risk for diabetes. That sounds awful. So basically, bottom line, stop with the stress, huh? That's really what we need to be doing is kind of getting That's exactly a, what yes, we need to be doing. a better grip. Now, I've heard many people talk about the fact that we have good stress. So, you know, there's, there's things that push us to do, um, you know, things in our life that are good. And then there's the bad stress, like I was feeling and wanting to cry. So can you tell us the differences between those things, you know, the, the good stress that really challenges us and propels us to do things, and the bad stress that makes fear and worry and anxiety come to, you know, the top? Absolutely. Well, you know, the good stress is short-term. So, you know, as you know, Kathy... I might like to perform a little drama from time to time in my free time. Yeah. And that good stress gets me ready for that. Like makes me help, helps me remember the lines, you know, gets me jittery and fun and ready to perform in front of an audience. But, you know, that kind of stress is good. You're energized. You're more alert. You can move faster. You're really, you know, ready for anything. But the bad stress, is the opposite of that. It wears you out. You can't think straight because fear and anxiety are just getting in the way. And you feel fatigued and weighted down by the things around you. You're not sure you can deal with what's in front of you or even one more thing. 
That sounds very, very familiar. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, so now we get to understand that because um, Friends Tammy was on my drama team, and so I would hand her over some fabulous, crazy script, and she would work at it. And knowing that she's also a musician, a vocalist, you know, those are the kinds of things that you're looking towards performing in front of people. That That is an anxiety. That is a stress that you feel. And that's a good kind of stress. And I love that because that explains that that stress is there. It goes away. And when you're done, you know, you walk away from it. But everyday challenges of trying to get all your work done, all your phone calls made, get to the places you need to go, that's that bad stress. And dealing with it really is a challenge. So when you're dealing with patients, Tammy, and and I'm talking about the kinds of people that are at your workplace um, you're experiencing stress. You're seeing people who are, you know, bringing in their children that have illness. And I know that you can understand about coping with stress because you're such a calming presence for people. But what are some of the steps that you take with some of those moms and dads to help them release their stress? Well, you know, I encourage them to find someone to talk to that they can share some of the struggles with. And I, I really think getting things out in the open helps. And I think sometimes when you're going through an illness trajectory, you're sometimes worrying about things that aren't even logical. And saying them out loud helps you clarify your own thoughts. And of course, I'm always willing to listen. I, I love being that sounding board for, for folks. And I also encourage them to just take one day at a time. You have to deal with today. So it's easy, of course, when you're dealing with an illness of your child to really get ahead of yourself and think about what, if, when, what about when they go to school? What about when they're playing with their friends? What about when they grow up? What about this? And I tell people, try not to worry about things that could happen along the illness journey, but rather try to learn about how to best deal with the symptoms and the problems that are in front of you today and this week. And finally, I think journaling um, really helps. And I tell parents day or night. So if something is keeping you awake, even a question that you want to try to remember to ask your provider the next day or some funny little symptom that you saw in your child, grab a notebook and write it down because that'll be waiting for you in the morning and it'll be a lot easier to deal with when you're rested. Absolutely. And do you feel like um, getting a good sleep is something that will help benefit that level, high levels of stress? Absolutely. I think um, diet, exercise, and sleep are three of the biggest things that anybody can do. And I mean, it seems so absolutely basic, but what happens in times of stress, those three things go out the window. Mm, You're up late worrying, so you're not sleeping. Mm -hmm. You're grabbing some quick snack because you don't want to take time to you know, make a meal and feed yourself or you load yourself up on caffeine and certainly people are not taking time to exercise when exercise really can release the chemicals that help you buffer stress. Mm. And so you just get in this bad cycle and stress continues. 
So definitely get enough rest, eat a balanced diet, limit sugars and caffeine, and get up and move your body. You'll feel uh, so much better. So listeners, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to Your Best with Kathy Weckworth, and we're talking with my friend, Nurse Tammy Dahlheimer. Um, She works at the University of Minnesota Physicians, and we've been talking about stress and dealing with it, coping with it. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about uh, being healthy and and coping with stress. But first, we're going to listen to a very calming song by one of my favorites, Michael W. Smith. And this just talks about God being in the mix. God's allowing things to happen, and He wants us to grow and to be challenged and strengthened. Um, We have to learn how to cope with that stress in a very well-contained fashion, in a godly manner. So let's just take a minute. We're going to listen to Michael W. Smith with Sovereign Over Us. We'll be back. There is strength within the sorrow. There is beauty in our tears. And you meet us in our mourning With a love that casts out fear You are working in our waiting You're sanctifying us When beyond our understanding You're teaching us to trust Your plans are still to prosper You have not forgotten us You're with us in the fire and the flood You're faithful forever Perfect in love, you are sovereign over us. You are wisdom unimagined. Who could understand your ways? Raining high above the heavens Reaching down in endless grace You're the lifter of the lowly Compassionate and kind surround and you uphold me and your promises are my delight your plans are still to prosper you have not forgotten us you're with us in the fire and the flood
So friends, we're back with Nurse Tammy Dahlheimer, and we're talking about coping with stress. Now, Tammy, our world has introduced us to so many types of technologies that help us stay connected, that that in itself creates stress. You've got Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, you've got um, emails, text messages. I mean, uh, my producer, John, has the the fabulous phone that's right, a, a wristwatch like Dick Tracy. So there's no escape from the stress of people needing you and people wanting to talk with you. As a mom and a grandma, what types of things do you personally experience that are stress-filled? And you have children in their 20s, so what types of things do you see your children stressed out about? Well, you know, my work, although I love it, um, can be stressful. So you mentioned I work with kids, and I am super lucky to be able to work with these great kids and teens um, who are diagnosed with cancer, and I get to work alongside them and their parents. But there are some days with really difficult conversations and just difficult days. And that's true for, you know, anyone in the workplace or anyone taking care of their family at home. I think there's stress in knowing there's never enough hours in the day. And, you know, of course, as we age, there's stress in realizing our bodies don't work the way they used to or, you know, dealing with illness um, like I have done for a number of years. And one thing my husband and I are dealing with right now is taking care of aging parents and wonderful grandchildren. So, you know, that's, that's always a balance. And, of course, even though my kids are grown, as you mentioned, you know, you never quit worrying about your kids. But my kids, you know, they're dealing with different things, getting through the stresses of college, moving out with their friends and the drama that can go along with that, you know, the purchase of a new home and the financial burdens that, you know, start off in a new marriage and a new life together. And really that worry about what am I going to do with my life and starting a career and finding the right spouse and having children and figuring out daycare. I mean, the stress keeps coming for all of us. Yes. Yeah. And it comes in so many different avenues. I mean, you just listed a bunch of them for both of us. And Dean and I have that same thing where you're kind of in the middle now. You've got the older aging parents, you've got the younger kids, you've got the grandkids, and you see a different gamut of that stress and you have to learn how to cope with it. And I know that one of my friends has an incredible exercise that she does every time she gets feeling really overwhelmed. She says that she just sits down and she begins to just listen to her breathing, just quietly closes her eyes, gets her breathing, takes a step away, you know, from her desk and from all of the hubbub. And she said that really encourages her. She'll take a moment just to reflect, you know, real quietly and then just say a quick prayer and then get back at it. And just, you know, stepping away from it is is what helps her. And I think that coping with um, the difficulties and the way that we do it is definitely going to affect who we are, who we want to be, our health, as you've already talked about. So in closing, what do you think would be, you know, maybe just a few steps for the listeners today that would encourage them? And maybe it's just a wrap up of what you've already said, but three things maybe, Tammy, that would encourage people 
on how to be able to cope with stress because obviously we're going to have it. Now what are we going to do with it? How are, how are we going to get through it? Right. Well, you know, other than the things that I've already talked about, um, remember that stress management involves changing that stressful situation when you can, but changing your reaction when you can't. So you mentioned some really good steps that listening to your breathing, meditating, you know, you can do that by praying, like releasing up the things that you don't have control over to somebody who you know has your best interest in mind. And getting into the Word, reading the Bible, because it's filled with answers to every situation. If you look through that Bible, you're going to find your situation in there and some really good answers. And you need to take care of yourself. Simple things like take a walk, grab your favorite dessert, read a chapter of your favorite book, play with your pet, get a massage. You need to put yourself on your calendar. You know, make a dinner date with your favorite person. Social engagement goes a long way to be part of stress relief. Hmm. And then, you know, finally, it's really that triad that I already talked about, the diet, exercise, and sleep. You need to get enough rest, get the right foods inside your body so your body can do what it needs to, You need to try to limit the sugars and caffeine. I know that's hard when you're stressed. And you need to get that body to start moving. And I don't mean you have to be an athlete. You can get up and dance to your favorite song, take a walk with a friend, just bike through the park and look at God's creation. All Anything that you can do in these three areas is you're going to be well on your way to reducing your stress. Oh, thanks so much. Those are wonderful things. And I think just you talking about them made me feel a lot calmer. And I feel very sad that every listener out there doesn't have you for a really great friend, Tammy, because I'm (laughs) thankful for you. So thanks so much for being on the show today. And friends, um, thank you so much for listening for these great tips. And I'm, I'm grateful for you, Tammy. So thanks for being here. Well, friends, I made up my own list of tips to deal with stress. And here they are. You ready? Here's number one. Stop, breathe, and think. Whenever pressures rise to the top, we tend to react immediately. This creates poor judgment and a bad result. If we stop, we'll be able to take a moment to allow everything to take perspective. If we breathe, we'll slow down our heart rate and allow our body to maintain a regular breathing pattern. This will allow our body to work with our mind to help create solutions. If we think, we make time to process and think through solutions. It will create much better solutions to our issues. Number two, get eight hours of sleep. We cannot deal with the typical pressures of life when we're working off little amounts of sleep. To feel well-balanced and make healthy decisions, we need our mind and body to be well-rested. Number three, step away from the stress. Yes, just let it sit there. Completely tune it out, take a walk, take a nap, watch an old movie, read something fun. Walking away from what's happening for short amounts of time gives you fresh perspective. Number four, prioritize. A lot of stress comes from lack of focus, disorganization, and an unwillingness to make lifestyle changes. For example, if you have several jobs and many deadlines, this creates stress. Or perhaps if you have over-volunteered your children for too many extracurricular activities, 
sit down and make notes and prioritize. Have a family meeting, get everyone on board for what's creating stress. Number five, ask for help. Oftentimes we try to go it alone because the world honors workaholics. If we think that the pressures and stresses will allow us to move up in the world of respect, well, we might embrace the pressure of stress and keep working through it. We feel better about ourselves if we can handle it alone. But that's a lie. We need God's help and we need each other. Next time the stress begins to weigh heavily, reach out and ask for help, even if it's just a prayer to God or a question for help on a phone call from a friend. Stress is inevitable. Each one of us deals with it on a daily basis. Stress could have its benefits, like we talked about earlier with good stress, that will force us to have deadlines and challenge us to, us to rise to meet them. Stress can also help us to develop strong characteristics like a faith-filled spirit because we know we can't go alone. Balancing our emotions and remaining calm are the most important things to remember next time a boatload of stress comes your way. Well, one of the things that causes stress with my fabulous husband, farmer, Dean, is allergies. And so we're going to take a minute and listen to Dr. Deb's help on how to deal with those. This is Dr. Deb Peterson for Your Best Life. As many of us, myself included, know, we are in the heart of allergy season. The rain and warm temperatures we have had this year are likely going to produce a bumper crop of ragweed and goldenrod, two of late summer's primary causes of seasonal allergies. Some of us develop mild symptoms while others are miserable, with itchy, watery eyes, nasal congestion, and cough. So what can we do to lessen the impact of these allergy producing pollens. First, we can watch pollen counts. If the counts are high, it's best to stay indoors. Second, keep windows closed and air conditioning running when the pollen counts are high. Third, there are over-the-counter medications that can be very helpful. Both Claritin and Zyrtec, which are non-sedating, come in generic formulations that are inexpensive but effective. I usually recommend staying on one of these two medications daily until we have had at least one or two killing frosts. It can also sometimes help to use saline nasal rinses to clear the nose and sinuses. We live in Minnesota, the land of many lakes and many allergens. Even if you experience allergies, hopefully you can still get outside and experience the beauty of summer in Minnesota. Yours in health and in him. This is Dr. Deb Peterson for Best Life Ministries. Friends, remember to take just one step at a time. Let me pray with you today. Dear Jesus, for all of our listeners out there who are experiencing that feeling of being overwhelmed, I pray that you would bless them. I pray that you would provide for them, bring comfort and peace into their lives, and help them rely on you each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen. If you enjoy this podcast, please go right to iTunes and give us a great rating. That will help other people to be able to hear our message. If you missed last week's show, you can listen to the podcast on iTunes at Kathy Weckworth, your best. For more encouragement and hope, log on to our website at bestlifeministries.com. And for more information about me, you can log on to kathyweckworth.com. Hey, thanks for being with us today. And until next time, I encourage you to go out and be your best. Yeah.